the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The answer. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good morning, and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings investments in your retirement here on the Max Out Savings Show. Our show is all about building up wealth, saving money, understanding the world today, and navigating through retirement. That 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 becomes increasingly challenging, but I think we can help you do it, and we're going to try to you know go over some of the stuff here on the show today. Our motto in philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. And we always start the show talking about the importance of of, of putting away money in your 401k plan, your, 403, your, your qualified plans. That's the easiest way to save money to build up wealth. You put it away in the plan. Uh, maximum. Well, you put away as much as you want. We we suggest a ten percent minimum plus a company match, which I, I know is very hard today. But but look, that gets you typically it's a three percent match. Uh, that gets you up to be. That's what the research says. About thirteen percent is what you need to save for retirement. And at beauty of this is this is basically an income based savings program. Which which it, it, this this means if you're making. $35,000 or $350,000 a year, it, it, that percentage savings is going to get where you need to be go for your retirement. Pe- people tend to spend up close to where their income is. And, uh, you know, one of the real uh, paradoxes in life is, is you think, well, if you're starting out, if you're making, you know, $35,000, you think, well, if I can just get to 70000 I have more money what to do with, you know, and then you get to 70000 you spend up there. If I can just make $100,000, that'll be so much money, I won't know what to do with it all, and you spend up with it. So, so it's so it's hard to save money. So the the idea that that you're gonna if you if you make more money you're gonna save more money. Uh, you 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 uh, you proportion a bigger percentage of money that tends not to be the case. 
uh, because people tend to spend up to where they are. And so by doing the income-based savings program, that's where you get for your retirement. So put that money in your 401k plan. Look, as we said, look, we don't manage uh, – at Max Out Savings Advisors, we manage money for people's retirement. They, they, they have an old 401k plan or they retire. They come to us and they, they like the manager. Some of them now we can actually you know, manage it. Uh, they can – Put part of it with us, but but we, we typically don't manage 401ks. We manage IRA rollovers. We manage different types of savings money, trust, those type of things. But but it, but we believe it's so important that uh, that you put that money away first to build up the wealth of these plans. That's why we talk about it, and that's why we bring it up on the show. So save aggressively, invest conservatively. As we said many times on the, on, the, on the Max Out Savings Show, if you talk to the really wealthy people, people often get the idea that they're much more speculative than they really are. Because as we said on the show, I don't know how many times, it's no fun talking about your Minnesota bonds or your treasury bonds or your Exxon stock. It's a lot more fun to talk about some speculative stock, a small oil company that's hit a big well or a, or a tech company or, 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 you know, whatever's out there, uh, an IPO. Those are so much fun. But it, 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 so it gives people the wrong idea of what the really wealthy are putting away. You know, it, 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 and they're not as, as, as speculative as, 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 as they see. They just like, it's just so much more fun to talk about that. And, uh, and so, uh, but but that's the key is is you wanna you wanna put that money away uh, for retirement. And uh, so again, a lot to talk about in the show today. Uh, a lot of things are happening out there. Uh, we have uh, the uh, the AI boom. Uh, we have artificial intelligence boom, uh, which we have the war with the Ukraine, Russia. You know, where's that going to go? Uh, we have the, the the situation with China. You know, Henry Kissinger this week said, you know, said he felt like we were on the path to war with China unless somebody backs down. And, uh, you know, I mean, that, that's a pretty strong statement from probably the premier China expert, you know, the United States has had over the last 50, 60 years. And, and uh, you know, and, and by the way, I don't think he's saying that because he thinks that the Biden administration is planning to take out China. I, I think he. I think he. He. he I, I think it's becoming increasingly clear uh, that they plan to sit there and move on Taiwan. And 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 you know what are we going to do about that? It, it, you know, it's well, it's like Taiwan. Who cares? Well, the problem is over sixty percent of our, our our semiconductor chips come out of there, and I, I think it's like eighty five percent of the high end semiconductor chips. So this is this is a a, a big problem, and we got to understand the market's up. It's up big this year. Well, the market really isn't. You got seven stocks up, and, and the majority of those are up because they're tech stocks. That that if if something if if someone if China goes into 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 Taiwan, a number of those companies are toast. And and uh, you know uh, there's an extraordinary amount of risk in the world today uh, for 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 the uh, you know for the for the mania in the in 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 the, in the big in some of these big tech stocks. And and so I, I think this is something we want to kind of continue to watch. 
uh, going forward. And see, I think it's become a materially, materially more complicated world. You know, as we talked on the show recently, you know, some of the biggest guys, the most successful people long term out there are like, hey, this is incredibly complicated. This is this is there's a huge numbers of variables, a huge number of things that could go wrong. And and they're being cautious. And then you've got another group of people on CNBC that are saying, hey, happy days are here again. Kava's up. The stock is going to the moon. You know, everybody's piling in. We've got all these new issues. Happy days are here again. Artificial intelligence is going to change the world. And you're like, wait a minute. We heard this thing, uh, you know, uh, 18 months ago, and the, and, the, and the market blew up and gave us the, the worst returns in, 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 in 50 years. And so now you're telling me that that was all like a bad dream. It didn't happen. And so, so, so look around and understand that there's people that want you to sit there and think that that, that the market's going to the moon and whatever. But this is seven stocks. If 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 you look at it on those stocks, the see, I've got some numbers here. I wrote down the the seven biggest stocks are basically at uh, 28.2% of the S&P 500. That's nearly, you know, that's getting close to 30% in seven stocks. Well, if you go look at any managed portfolio, very rarely are you going to have seven stocks have that much you know, uh, performance. You tend to they tend to be diversified into different industries. They're not all in the same industry for all practical purposes. That's that's a very high number. Uh, you know, at, at Max Out Savings Advisors, we have in any one industry the maximum is thirty percent, and the only reason that's even in there is just because we get people from Exxon or Chevron or Shell, and they own a bunch of stock and want to keep some of it, and so we so, so we sort of have that in there. So, so, so they can, you know, so we can, we can uh, kind of deal with that situation. But, but typically, nobody wants to have nearly thirty percent of their 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 assets in one industry. It's it's a huge over concentration, particularly if it's not your industry that you know and spent your whole life in and built up. Uh, and so, back in in November of of twenty nineteen, we we looked at those stocks and we laid out the case that uh, that the uh, where is it. Got this stuff here somewhere. Uh, we laid out the case that 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 the the, the big tech stocks were making up an inordinate a, a percentage of the of the S and P five hundred at the time, and we said this can't hold up. We we, we made the comments that there's we, we felt like there was just no way it was going to happen, and we felt like that this this was going to go down. Uh, and, and, and the markets were going to go down, and the market subsequently plunged. Uh, I think at one time the Nasdaq was down thirty-five percent. The the S and P was down like twenty-five percent at the bottom, and, and, and the bond market completely fell apart as well. And so all of these things came in, and uh, and we at the time they, they peaked at twenty-eight. Point nine percent at the time we, we predicted this fall, and, and I think what this is leading up to is 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 the market's broadening out to some extent, but the problem we're running into it's it's becoming a, a, a very unstable market, and that that I think is going to be real interesting to see where things go from here and, and how they all play out, and, and so this is something we're going to want to continue to watch. I, I think we're back up to those levels that that, that we saw at the time. And, and and so 
I, I think I think you've, you've got to be careful. Uh, if if China were to invade Taiwan, and we've got our Secretary of State going over there, and you know it, it's really not going well. Uh, you know, you got Apple. Apple is a huge percentage of their business is, is, is all these 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 phones are made in China. What are you going to do then? You, you, you've got Microsoft, you've got Nvidia, you've got uh, you've got Google, you got Amazon. Lots of their chips are coming out of Taiwan at that point in time. Uh, you got problems. We we got a war in a situation with 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 the Ukraine. I mean, uh, the, the stories coming out of there. I mean, every single day there's a glowing story about the you know the Ukrainians are saving the world and and the Russians are are you know are are destroying are killing everybody and creating war crimes all over the place and it and uh, you know it sounds like uh, uh, Zelensky's Joan of Arc to listen to, to tell the story. Uh, look. I don't really have a dog in this hunt, so to speak. But uh, the reason I, I, I we, we've been unhappy about the war in the Ukraine is because the sanctions are causing huge damage to our monetary system, to our financial system, and to the dollar. As, as people realize, I mean, Congressman McCall of uh, Texas put out a bill to confiscate five hundred million dollars worth, four five hundred billion dollars worth of of money that the Russians had at at the at the central at the United States Central Bank. Well the, the prop look, maybe we need to sit there and do something about that money to help out the Ukrainians, but the problem with that is every other country in the world that has money at the central bank goes, uh oh my money's at risk at the central bank. If they can, if they can take the Russians' money, if, if you know, I, I give an example, uh, the, the United States is sanctioning Uganda now because they they're not on the woke LGBTQ plus agenda. So the Ukraine, the Ugandans are like, hmm, we're about to be sanctioned. Should we have money at the at at the Fed at at, at, at or, or here? The question is at the U.S. The, the answer is probably not. Other countries too. The Saudis, you know, we're all mad at the Saudis. We're mad at the Brazilians. We're mad at everybody. We're sanctioning people all over the place. It, it, it and it all started with the Russia war. Well. If, if, if Congressman McCall's bill, which is, is to take away the $500 million to the, for, the central bank from the Russians to give to the Ukrainians, quite frankly, why can't, they, why can't the United States take the money out of our accounts and give it to somebody else as well at our banks? It, it, and so this, again, is part of the peace talks. Should maybe they surrender some of that money to help the Ukrainians you build? Yeah, maybe so. But but again, the problem with this is they're not looking at the secondary and tertiary uh, uh, effects of things. They're just looking at oh my God, we got it. We can't let the Ukrainians. We got to back the Ukrainians at all costs. And the cost is a huge cost to the American people. Let's take another example. Okay, and we talk. We just mentioned seven stocks. Was Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, Facebook, uh, Tesla, uh, Google. I think I've covered most of them. Uh, uh, Nvidia. Well, those all run on the. They all run on the internet. They all run in the cloud. You know, there's a story this week. The Russians are now looking at at, at the undersea cables connecting the U.S. to uh, to to, to, uh, to Europe. If, if they take out those cables, how, how is the cloud going to function around the world? Uh, you know, let me tell you something. How well has the, has the Internet been working recently? It seems to me it's slowed down. There's been huge numbers attacked. We're basically in a hot cyber war. 
with Russia right now and possibly China. This is why you're seeing problems cropping up out there in systems going down back and forth. You're not hearing about that because because the U.S. doesn't want anybody to think there's any cost to the Ukraine war at all. Uh, it, but the problem is there. It, it pretty much you can be pretty sure that Russia and China haven't pulled out their best stuff yet. Yeah, they're just tinkering around the edges. And again, so if this thing gets really hot, one of those countries could sit there and do massive damage to our internet, to our computer system, to the cloud system. There's all types of things. You know, it, it, by the way, it's not impossible to break into your cloud that, that, that people have at, at Microsoft and those other places, contrary to what people think. We live in an extremely complex society. That, that that is interconnected all over the place, and that prevent that presents risk, and we've got to understand the risk that's out there. And, and so, in my mind, the, the idea that these big tech stocks and these big AI stocks are, are going to you know traipse along risk free with an infinite supply of chips coming out of Taiwan and 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 no problems on the internet or anything else out there, or or, or the possibility that that Fed funds could go to six percent, I think is in a dream world. The prices are very high. The, the valuations are, are really well above where they should be. Tell you what, we're, we're, we're coming up here. I've got to take a break and we'll be right back and discuss some more of this. It, 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 what you need to do to protect yourself and the importance of diversification, which some of the biggest, wealthiest people in the country are now starting to talk about. We'll be right back after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. 
In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees Stayed Alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. The Big 1070 is everywhere on TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com, and in Houston on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. Look at you know we're just we're just talking about uh, some of the risk to the to the big capitalization stocks which we which we appear to have sort of a, a mania come back into them. Uh, the, there's a lot of excitement out there on the uh, on the tech sector. Uh, the uh, if, if you add up Apple Apple and Microsoft, I think uh, Microsoft's close to three tr- Apple's close to three trillion dollars in market cap. It, Microsoft is up is is about uh, that's about two point five. So that, does that get you up to about five uh, five point five? You, you add Nvidia, that that's about a, a six trillion dollar. The, the numbers are about nine trillion dollars on the on the price of these of the of those seven stocks. We added it up. That's a ballpark number. And uh, looking out there, it, it, this is about a twenty-two trillion dollar economy. So, so we got seven stocks equal to to, to close to half of, of, the, of the economic value. It, it, that's probably close to the you know it, it, some of these stocks. I, I think the total uh, real estate out there is is about. Forty billion dollars for everything out there in the country. Uh, so you got seven stocks equal, equal maybe uh, uh, close to twenty five percent of of the whole of all the real estate in the United States. And that starts that starts really getting up there. Uh, yet we remember the time about the 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 emperor's palace in in in. Uh, in uh, Japan, uh, came out that was at the same value as all the real estate in California. We're starting to kind of approach this with the, with a certain number of tech stocks, and and and, and, and again, the, the, the percentages in the tech stock right now are close to record highs. The, the, you know, the, the record high was twenty eight point nine percent for the seven biggest stocks. We're at twenty eight point three right now, uh, which is. Which is again. So the question is, does the market broaden out from here? And and I think I, I think the economy is 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 running into 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 issues here <laughs> overall. And that's gonna that's gonna be a little tougher. Uh, I I think that the the other the other three uh, other four hundred and ninety three stocks are probably much better values right now than than, than these these super high stocks. Uh, I, I think we're we're dealing with a number of issues. We still have a five and a half five and a quarter percent Fed funds. That's up from zero. And keep in mind, a number of these stocks are back up where they were at at the highs. The fangs are very close to the highs uh, of the, of the tech sector. Uh, back in in twenty one at the top, and so we're right back up where they back then 
Fed funds were close to zero. Right now, they're five and a quarter. That's a huge move up in interest rates. In theory, the valuation of tech stocks, uh, PE of, of stocks, the PEs go up, go, go down with interest rates go up. And so it just shows you that the level, a, a, a tremendous level of bullishness across the board in the sector. And, and this is why a lot of very smart people are going, look, it's going to be important to diversify. If you look at, uh, at Ray Dalio, he, he was, uh, I listened to him this week. It, 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 he, he was, he's, he was one of the top uh, hedge fund guy. He's made a fortune out there, and 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 he puts he does a lot of of, of deep research. And, and and what one thing what he's looking at here is is that he's looking at one percent growth in one percent real interest rates over the next ten years or so. But you look at it three and a half to four percent inflation. This is over the next you know four, three or four or five years. That. That that equals stagflation. That's pretty close to where we are as well. We're not looking for a lot of growth. We think interest rates are going to be higher than normal, and and, and I think that that you're going to see. It, it, but they're still going to be lagging in the inflation, and, and and so well with real inflation they'll go up, but they're not going to be much. So we're not going to get the growth. And, and, and inflation has come down. The most recent CPI number it, it came in. Uh, up a tenth of a percent, core was point four something percent, uh, four tenths of a percent just for the month. So, so we're still looking at four point eight percent inflation. It, it, it's so still three and a half to four percent inflation is still quite a bit of inflation. So in that world, you know, what do you do? Do you buy all these tech stocks? And, and how does how does one percent growth rate over the next five years translate into a massive tech bubble? And that, that's what not what we're seeing. But the important thing he said is. The most important thing going forward is to know how to diversify. It, it, this is the same thing that, that a number of people have been saying out there. Uh, that, 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 look, you need to, to, to diversify. Uh, and, and, and the problem is, is most of the people out there are just in a 60-40, 60% S&P 500, 40% bond portfolio. And they're really not diversifying. Uh, Stanley Druckenmiller, same thing. You need to learn to diversify. You've got to have cash on the sidelines. Cash should be part of your thing. Uh, Ray Dalio, he's, he's, he's 10 to 15% gold overlay in his portfolio. Uh, I, I'm suspecting that's precious metals. Uh, but, but, but again, that, that, that same type of thing out there because the, the optionality, the different moves in this market, there's so many things that could go wrong. At this, we have an election coming up. We have a, a badly split uh, country uh, politically. Uh, I've talked to some really brilliant people, and they're like, we're not sure the United States is going to hold together after the election. That's a pretty strong statement right there. And a lot of people have a pretty good record of predicting things. We've talked to uh, the uh, we, we've got interest rates at higher levels than they, they've been in a long time. We, we, we have inflation. We, we've gone through 50 years of def, of it deflation. Now we're having inflation going up over the last couple of years. It, that's a different world. We, we have uh, we have the Russia Ukraine war. I mean, this is this is a very tough war. OK, it's, it's, it's the first war in since the 1940s land war in, in Europe. It's very serious. It could spread. It could the likelihood uh, of, of of tactical nukes being used. Uh, you know, we believe it is 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 materially higher than anybody realizes. Uh, the we we have 
We, 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 for, for 50 years, we've been deindustrializing the United States. We're now reindustrialized. We're in a, in a, in a, in a very hot trade war with China. Uh, you know, people, people forget, if you've been watching the news here, we probably haven't paid attention, but you know, recently, uh, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, uh, uh, the head of, uh, of J.P. Morgan, Jamie Dimon, uh, Apple, they've all gone over to talk to either Xi Jinping or the top levels of the Chinese government. They're being told something. Okay, it's not, I'm pretty sure it's not you're doing a great job and we're happy with everything. I, I suspect they're being laid out the case, what's going to happen to your company if we invade Taiwan? You people better back down or, you know, or you better God, cut out cutting us off from chips or whatever. Uh, there be, you know, we're not hearing the results of those talks, and so, so these are all risks that that, that are going in. We have runaway inflation, uh, inflation out there. We're not runaway; it's coming down some, but still, it, it, it's it's close to five percent right now. It's been as high as nine. Our budget deficits are six percent uh, GDP per year. That's very high. I've rarely seen in, in, in history over a long period of time, and here we are kicking, throwing those things out. Our, our, our deficits, are, our debt levels are skyrocketing. We have $31 trillion worth of debt. We had about $24 trillion a couple years back, two or three years ago. So this is all equating to a very uncertain time. So you've got to learn to diversify, which is what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. You, 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 you want to have stocks. You want to have some bonds. Uh, you want you want to have some overseas stocks. You want to have commodities. You want to have precious metals. You want to have money in the money market fund, which is yielding a pretty good return right now. So if things do fall apart, you can you have money to spend because it doesn't do you any good if the if the stock market collapses twenty five percent or I won't say that if if a stock if if if, if some stocks go down forty percent and you can't buy them because you don't have any money to buy them, what good does that do? And so this diversified portfolio, many money, these money managers, if they if their cash levels go over one and a half percent, they pay at two percent they're like oh my god you know yeah we're we're we, you know we're very cautious we're up to two percent i'm like wait a minute that's nothing and and and, and they're all being run by you know uh different trading programs and stuff that have been looking at the last 40 years of stock most likely the last 20 years of stock trading or less and they don't understand that the world has changed which is much more like the 70s of the 1930s than we are than the 2000s in this environment, and so you have you have to understand that, and, and so that's what we're seeing from these people is is they're they're pointing out there's the importance of diversification. We're starting to see foreign stocks are starting to do much better out there, or as good. It's hard; almost nobody can keep up with 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 the tech sector, which is just in a frenzy. But but you're seeing other stuff go out there. I mean, keep in mind, we went early this year to, wow, I can get, you know, close to four and a half percent or more of my money funds. Or I can go get five percent sitting in treasury. This is a great deal to every, to now people are starting to panic and pour money into NVIDIA and Apple and Microsoft at the top of the market. It, 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 at the beginning of the year, they're thinking, hey, five percent is phenomenal. I'm so excited. Uh, but, but now there's this fear of missing out that they're pushing up, they're, they're pushing things up. Well, they're pushing things up in here, uh, 
because the theory being is 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 interest rates are going back down. Look, we, we talked about it in the show last week before the Fed came out. Someone asked me, Ted, what do you think? I'd like to see them not cut, which they didn't do, and say rates were going to stay high for a while, which they really insinuated. And, and people are like, oh, well, they're they're going to be cut. Why would they be cutting rates with the, with this, with the interest rate so high? Uh, it, it, the question it would take a severe drop in the economy for them to do it, which is not good for the earnings, which is not good for the market. The market is being pushed up by by people that are these big institutions that are going to try to get out. They're going to use this opportunity to get out. And it, 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 it's being pushed up by by people that are afraid that they're going to lose out on something and they're going to get trapped in this market. And so I think you have to understand the world we live in of 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 five and a quarter percent Fed funds, uh, inflation, uh, the we're looking at a credit crunch. People go, well, I haven't seen you know the credit crunch. That was three months ago. Nothing's happened. This is great. Credit crunches are very slow moving vehicles. Real estate prices are very slow moving vehicles. You know they talk about the the a lot of stuff about the commercial uh, market, uh, commercial real estate markets are in trouble. But it's like, well, nothing seems to be happening. There's a few defaults here. People hold on. The problem is, isn't that they because they they don't want to sell. The problem comes is is when they, when their five year loan that they took out four years ago starts coming due, and the in the interest rates which they got was at maybe four percent suddenly goes up to six six or seven percent, and they can't make the payments. I mean, I was discussing with a a big uh, a person on some real estate the other day. Like I, he is like I this, this bike bought this huge apartment complex. He's a tax it goes away in two years. He's going to have to refinance. That guy's going to be in trouble. And there's a lot of that out there. These are slow moving things. I, I, you know, the, the, the story about I, I think uh, one of the builders uh, from apartments went to 40, 42, 43 different lenders. Every single one of them turned them down. I'm hearing stories like that all over the place. So, so these these things take time to slow down, but they're all there. They're all in place. This the situation with China. You know, again. Henry Kissinger, I think the odds, uh, the the probability of war is 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 likely between the United States and China unless somebody backs down. I mean, that, again, so it, it, it's it's not. It, keep in mind in that situation, it's not Joe Biden or Anthony Blinken calling up calling up uh, 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 Henry Kissinger going, look, we're going to take out China. You know, I'm sorry. I know you. You know you. But you can maybe help us out, but we're going to defeat them. We're going to. We're not going to tolerate them at all. That's not who's doing that. The Chinese are going. Look, we're we're done with this. Uh, you know, we're going to invade Taiwan. We're tired of being cut off. In in there's a huge difference here. I mean, say what you will about Trump. Trump could deal with the Chinese, and and and, and he he was simply looking at at hey, we just want our share of the pie, whereas. As the problem with the Biden administration is they're like, look, uh, Xi Jinping, you've got to fall in line behind the New World Order, the Global Economic Forum, and you're going to have to they're, – they're going to be your boss. And that's, a, that's unacceptable to the Chinese. And, and, and it, 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 I, don't, I don't really think people really understand in the world today how much of the, our pro- these issues we're dealing with as a result of, of this new 
the the World Economic Forum, the climate change, the war on climate, the war on oil and gas, the war on on farming. The, you know, we need to get rid of cattle. Uh, you'll own nothing. You'll love it. All of that stuff coming out of Klaus Schwab's Davos World Economic Forum. That is what's driving a lot of the stuff. The Russians are going, look, we're not tolerating that. We sell oil and gas, and then other countries are going, well, look, if Russia falls, then then, then we're going to have to fall in line, and, and, and Klaus Schwab is going to be our boss too, and we don't want that as well. So th- this is. This is not the United States of America. This is not the American people. This is a small clique of, of elitists in Washington, D.C., in, in, in Switzerland, trying to rule the world. And, 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 and this is all playing out in real time. Uh, you know, it, it, it's like I, I hear about the I hear about, you know, uh, the, everyone's laying out the case that Trump is innocent on this and this, that and everything. else. It's not a matter of whether he was innocent or not. It's a matter of. Of basically, you know, you're, you're, yeah, there's there's a, a cop in town giving out speeding tickets, and and Joe bought, you know, the speed limit is is is. 55 miles an hour, and, and Joe Biden comes racing by at 80 miles an hour, nothing happens, and Hillary Clinton comes by in a Ferrari doing 110, and nothing happens, and, and, and you know, one of them after another comes by, uh, Bill Clinton comes by, and, and he's doing, you know, 80 miles an hour as well, and then here comes, here comes, uh, you know, and, and, and uh, here comes Mike Pence, and and you know he's doing like fifty eight miles an hour. Nothing happens. And, and Jimmy Carter had some documents too, and he, he he's doing like fifty seven miles an hour. Nothing happened. And here comes Donald Trump at fifty five miles an hour, and oh fifty six miles an hour, and got him on the radar at fifty six. The speed limit fifty five, and the policeman pulls him over and gives him a ticket. That's what this is about. Okay, yeah. Did Donald Trump break the speed limit? Yeah, he barely did, but everyone else has been racing by. So you selectively ap- uh, applying the law and trying to take out your opponent, try it, 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 or trying to take out the person you don't want. It, it, Donald Trump is basically the representative of the American people, it, and that's what this is all about. It, it's the unfair application of the law, and I think it's a mistake for people to go, well, he really did some... No, the problem is you're not fairly applying the law. You're, it's not a balanced system. This is something you would see in Africa, you know, with some corrupt you know, third world country. That's what they do. You know why we've always for 250 years, we've had peaceful transfer of power. And this is why some very smart people, by the way, are saying, look, we could break up in 2024. We've always had a peaceful transfer of power because when the new administration comes in, unless there's just some ridiculous problem, everything is kind of okay, you guys are out, we're moving on, we're not, we're not going to go, we're not going to change the past, we're going to change the future. Okay. And so there was always a peaceful, so the person didn't know they weren't going to all be arrested and and thrown in jail and destroyed by the new guy like they are in, in, you know, by some African dictator. You know, in Africa, when you, when you leave power, you first thing you do is get on the jet and get out of town. After you leave the election and go to, you know, some Switzerland or Europe or somewhere, you know, the, 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 the Italian or French uh, Riviera, you know, hang out there because you don't want that. This is allowed by by basically not attacking using the legal system to attack your political opponents. This has allowed us to have a peaceful transfer of power, and that's that's the important thing. And this is why this stuff is so important. So there's a lot of unknowns, a lot of different things happen, a lot of moving parts right now. And and, and oh, tell you what, we're running out of time. 
Okay, we'll take a quick break. We're right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the BG stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. The Big 1070 is everywhere on TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com, and in Houston on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The answer. The Max Out Savings Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings and investment. I think we have a caller. Welcome to the Max Out Savings uh, good morning, Ted. I have a question uh, uh, regarding Ukraine, and it has to do, I saw uh, an article about, I think it was about three months ago, where Larry Fink of BlackRock had gone over to the Ukraine to meet with Zelensky, uh, essentially to discuss, I guess, some sort of a framework that whenever the shooting does stop, uh, regarding the rebuilding of the country. Now, obviously, if that ever happens, I know everybody and their brother across the world is going to want to participate in that effort uh, because obviously, and and it's not clear where this money would come from to begin with, but how do you see something like that playing out if they can reach some sort of a, peace agreement, I don't know how much Russia could be forced into contributing to the rebuilding effort or whether they'd get the World Bank or IMF to come in and 
you know, pony up a bunch of money. But uh, how would you see that playing out? Uh, I, I, that's a good question. Look, I think I think there is there. Yeah, I think first there has to be basically a uh, a knock on the door and a little meeting with Zelensky and this tell him this is what you're going to do. And uh, but but until that, I think the way to do there's going to be a rebuilding effort. It's going to be all of those groups. Yeah, it could even be some of the money that that they, the U.S. has at the central bank from Russia, uh, and everybody contributes some money to do it. I mean, the problem you have with with the Ukraine is the, the level of corruption is just completely off the charts over there. But I, I think that is going to happen. That's going to be part of the rebuild of the whole thing. The, 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 uh, so it's going to be the IMF, the World Bank. It's going to be the EU. It's going to be the United States. It's going to be probably some of the money from Russia and China as well. And they're all going to contribute, and, and we move forward. The, the question is, is do, do we does this thing continue to traipse on till we get a nuclear event, which is our concern? Because, you know, I, I think there is a big political element here in the United States and with this World Economic Forum crew. And, and, and so uh, I, think they, I think they overplayed their hand. And so that, that's the danger. But, yeah, I think it's – look, it has to be solved. I mean, our, our opinion is, is you can't have Russia invading countries, although Russia has a point. You know, I think I, uh, uh, as far as the Crimea, which has been part of Russia forever – you know, and, and I think uh, you, you've got to give them some security things with some type of security guarantee uh, along the border. And maybe the answer is is you make that that Dunbox region uh, like a, a protectorate under the UN, where, where they just and then the people, you know, it it it, 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 it it's either under Russia or the Ukraine, but really it's under them, and, and it's basically a neutral zone, neutral territory. But yeah, this is it's incredibly expensive. Uh, we're pulling down our munitions. For, uh, uh, which could be used if, in case, if we were ever in a war with China. We're, we're basically burning through our missiles, our munitions of all types uh, over there, which is which I think is a huge mistake. I mean, I think we're playing right into China's hands. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, as far as the you know the tactical nuclear thing, I'm not sure. I mean, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I don't have one thought on that one way or another. But I would think that. Uh, for either China or Russia to even consider something like that, I, you know, radiation doesn't doesn't stay localized. I mean, that that fallout can can drift over into Russia too. So they they would obviously, you know, it, it, I don't see any any country really wanting to embark on something like that because well, I, just can't I, I don't think. That- yeah, Charles, I don't think they do either. But the problem is, is when you're backed into a corner and, and feel like you're going to lose, then you're going to throw that card on the table. Yeah. I mean, I, I well, think it's it's foolishness. And what, I tell you what worries me more than anything I've said on the show numerous times. I don't think I came from a time where there was genuine fear of a nuclear attack. I mean, uh, you know, we we have clients that were shipped off to the family farm, okay, with, during the Cuban Missile Crisis because they thought oh, there yeah, was be, people that. were terrified. Yeah, yeah, and today there's I, – I, I mean, I, I worry there's people in the White House that view any nuclear attack against the United States as an opportunity to put their agenda in place, and that to me is frightening. I don't think there's enough fear in the American people on this. Yeah. So anyway, well, but and, good and, call. Thank you, Charles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but so I mean, I think dealing with the, the – you know, 
Charles had some good points is of hopefully we're going to get some peace talks and things can move forward, but there's a lot of unknowns in the world today. And so there are some opportunities. Yeah, as we talk about tech, tech is becoming ridiculously valued. The, the, the PEs are high, but the, value, the, the, the actual market caps are becoming enormously high. The higher they go, it becomes impossible to support them in what seems like really big stock buyback programs when they had, you know, uh, uh, when that tr- uh, a trillion dollar market cap, if it goes to two or three trillion, it's not that big to hold them up. And it's almost exactly what I said in November of, 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 of 19 before the market collapsed at the start of the new year. And, and so... Uh, I, I think you've got to be cognizant. Of that. Now, that, look, if, if these stop, I think we're going to come up to some type of event. And the hard thing to do when discussing the show last week is to predict exactly how it's going to be because every because the Fed, the powers to be are out there. They don't want something to trigger this, and they're going to try to stop it. They're going to try to do something to kind of cre- to prevent it. So you got to figure out how it's going to play out unexpectedly. But but I can tell you this is. I, I, you know, I think there's going to be an event that's going to knock these stocks down substantially, but there'll be other parts of the market that'll move up. And, and what you want to do is kind of go where the puck is going, not where the puck is at. And, and I think uh, go back in '99, uh, we, inv- we, inv- we were investing in some of the industrials did quite well over the next couple of years as the, as the Cisco and these other Yahoo and these other stocks just kept plunging for two years straight. Uh, I, I think it's really shocking because. Keep in mind, after the last dip in technology, that the, the Nasdaq was down thirty five, over thirty between thirty five and forty percent near the bottom. And these stocks came roaring back up again. Well, you would think that 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 is Investments of that side should be having a discounted P/E ratio due to the volatility. Instead, they have the most premium valuations in the market, and there's there's a lot of big potential negatives that could happen out there. Not going to happen for sure, but in that environment, if something blows up with China or something, uh, if I'm in, in different types of, of 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 oil and gas or different types of of industrials or, or, or other things out there, commodity, it's depending on the commodity, of course. They can go up in that environment where the tech gets blasted. And I think that's the thing to understand. It, it, it's what Ray Dalio, it's like Stanley Druckenmiller, these are very, very smart people, very wealthy people are telling you, it's like, look, you've got to diversify. You've got to spread your risk out there. You know, as we talk about four, between four and five percent for money markets right now, treasuries five percent. You know, it, uh, the two years a little under that, between four and a half and five percent for two years. Uh, you know, if if you look at uh, other sectors, the oil and gas sector, pr- pretty reasonable valuations. They're, they're, you know, some of the, the we're, we're looking at the medical, we're looking at some of the the food type of things. So we're coming in some of these things with low. They're the PE values of the low end into their ranges there. And, and to me, that's it. Foreign stocks diversify. If, if something happens to the dollar, you're maybe better off overseas in different things. And so, so what you've got to do is you have to spread your risk because the look. I think this show has done as good a job as any anyone out there I know of predicting these big moves, predicting uh, 1999. We weren't around then uh, dealing with the uh, long term credit crash, the, the Taiwan thing, uh, really dealing with 2009. We, we taught we predicted it in 2007, almost exactly how it was happened. We, we did a lot of that stuff. But what we but what we, but. But going, but I'm telling. So I'm, when I say this, I, I think we do an extremely good job. But do you know, uh, it, it, when it came to COVID. 
back in, 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 in January, early February, we were saying, look, there's problems here. We were saying, people are saying this isn't a problem. Why is China shutting down their industrial production in the country? Uh, there's something going on, and no one out there, you didn't hear this from anywhere else. So we've, we've been extremely good at, at, at dealing with these type of issues. You know, we, in, in November, December of 19, we, we, we talked about these tech. We said they, they're not, they're, they're, the market caps are so big, they're not going to be able to hold up. There's trouble coming. The inflation is going to force the Fed to raise interest. We have done, I think, a really good job. We've not been correct in everything, but but coming on pretty well here. It, last year, our clients, uh, many of them were up last year. So I think we've done a very good job. What I'm telling you is after saying all that, this is a very difficult one to figure out because there's so many influences trying to influence the outcome in watching it that it's going to be a little different. So you've got to spread your risk around. You've got to diversify. That's going to be the key thing. And don't get sucked into this AI mania that's out there. Look, AI is great. Is it going to help you out, you know, in, in the future? You know, you have a person, kind of an AI, you know, butler or something. Yeah. Is it being used by China to try to uh, get more game their invasion of Taiwan? Absolutely. Is the U.S. probably using it in the Ukraine-Russia war helping Ukrainians? Yeah. Will it, in 150 years from now, will it be the key to interstellar tr space travel? Yeah, most likely. But right now, it's pretty expensive, and it's kind of a mania in the sector. It, it, and every single sector that's gone through these have had these huge manias, and they blow up. So, so you know, Take a look, spread your risk out. That, that, that's what I'm saying. Very unknown things out there. But there are opportunities. We picked up some stuff. The, we picked up a stock the other day yielding over 4%. In a pretty stable industry, they, they have some problems with inventory. We think they're going to work through them. Uh, you know, we watched the stock for three or four years till we bought it. So, so you just, you, you, you're patient and you wait for what you think is, is, is a good opportunity and then you just wait for it to play off. Precious metals, same thing. You know, I keep seeing big selling from somebody on, on, on the commodity funds. All of a sudden, someone starts dumping a bunch of it and it goes down a little bit and the, and, the, and the Asians come in and just start buying it underneath it. So, you know, so every time there's big sellers, somebody's coming in, there's huge buyers. Uh, central banks around the world are buying precious metals. Inflation is very high. Inflation does well with precious metals. In, in war, inflation, uh, precious metals do, do well. So, so there are opportunities out there, as we talked about it. We just listed a number of them right there. Some of them are just rock-solid 5% returns. Uh, so, so again, that diversification is going to be the key. Uh, that's going to be one of the things going forward. What else do we have here? Uh, Tell you what, coming up at the end of the show, uh, if you need some help, go to our website. You can we haven't sent out the new Max Out Savings Report. We've been pretty busy working on some of the stuff in the market, but we're trying to get that out this week. I've got it about halfway written. Uh, it's a free report we send out talking about savings, retirement, investments. We take complex issues and try to make them pretty simple so you can understand. So we've got everybody from neophytes in the market to, to, to chief investment strategists who've taken the report. It's completely free. We're not going to bother you. I just go to website maxupsavings.com if you need some help with retirement you can also schedule an appointment with me and anyway go to the website maxupsavings.com for our bottom block save aggressively in just service
It's here, Houston. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.